Hey, this is Mike Dell, and this is the Podcasting Tech Coach number 11 for December 13th, 2013. Welcome to the Podcasting Tech Coach podcast. Every episode will give you a tip, a trick, or a technique to make your podcast the best it can be. Here's your host, Mike Dell, the Podcasting Tech Coach. And today I wanted to share a few topics kind of uh, haphazardly and uh, not in any particular order, but I've been getting a lot of questions lately about uh, these topics, and I figured I would just go through them one by one, and then I've got a little bit of a rant towards the end of the show here, so uh, stay tuned for that. Anyway, the first uh, question I've been having a lot lately is uh, servers. Well, you know, Where do I host my website, and where do I host my media, and should they be on the same site? Well, generally, no, they should not be on the same site. Uh, case in point, you know, you, you got a, a little shared hosting account, say, at uh, Bluehost or GoDaddy or, or HostGator, and I don't know how many others there are out there. There's probably hundreds of hosts, but uh, those seem to be pretty popular. And say that, you know, when you first start podcasting, you know, you get, uh, you know, maybe 50 people show up uh, for, you know, to, to look at your webpage every day. Uh, and that would actually be pretty good for somebody just starting out. And, you know, your podcast gets downloaded 20 or 30 times per episode. And by the way, that's not bad numbers. You know, everybody thinks that, you know, you got to have thousands and thousands to be successful in podcasting. And, and think of it this way, my, uh, Friend Dave Jackson over at the School of Podcasting always says, hey, imagine whatever that number is all in one room and you're standing in front of them talking. You know, is that going to seem like a small group of people? No, I think not. You know, you got 50 people in a room or 30 people in a room or, or whatever. You know, that's going to be somewhat intimidating for most people. But uh, that's not what we're talking about uh, as far as hosting goes. But Say so you get all that, and you're just starting out, and your your shared server is is plugging along just fine. And uh, say you get a, a mention on on uh, you know a, a website, or uh, you know in the new local newspaper, or you know however you're trying to publicize your podcast. If it works, you know kapow, you are or you're in the new and notable. You get in the new and notable on uh, iTunes or in Stitcher, uh, their whatever they're featured thing is all of a sudden you well stitcher i guess wouldn't matter because they they run yeah anyway itunes let's just stick with itunes so you get the new and notable on itunes and all of a sudden you get this influx of subscribers all wanting to download your episodes and say you've got 10 episodes up already well they like the 10th one that they got when they first subscribed in itunes so they go back and download the other nine so now you've got you know a thousand people or say you know 500 even all trying to download massive amounts of your uh, MP3s or your video files off of the same server that's trying to serve your website, and that's going to cause nothing but problems. Your website's going to slow down. It might even crash it. You might go, you know, the, your web host might decide to cut you off because you've exceeded the bandwidth. So I always say, you know, s serve your website from a regular web host, you know, and even a shared hosting plan with a lot of hits to the website is fine, but when they're delivering media, it's not going to work. 
not going to work for long. If you have any sort of success putting your uh, media files on the same server that your that your website's on is just just a bad idea. And I'll have a link in the show notes to a, a page over at create dot blueberry dot com in our uh, podcasting manual that will explain a little bit more about that. But uh, you you want a good quality uh, content delivery network, a media host. And, you know you can get the. Uh, I think it's. I think they even have a five dollar plan over at Libsyn. Uh, get some. You know might get you started. But uh, you know Blueberry, we got a twelve dollar a month plan for hundred megabytes and. You know, if you're doing something like what I'm doing here, that's more than enough. You know, four shows a month at, uh, you know, somewhere around 20 megabytes a show. You know, voila. And, you know, if I end up in the new and notable or or uh, get slash dotted or whatever, I know that my website's going to stay running and I know my media host is going to stay running. You know, and you can use stuff like Amazon S3 and, you know, I'm sure there's there's other media hosting out there and try to avoid the free media hosting because whenever something is free you get what you pay for and i we've talked about that before uh, when free isn't really free but you know just have to reiterate you know archive.org that's a great place to archive things but it's not a good substitute for a media host dropbox i had a guy the other day a client the other day that uh, Said, uh, I was able to upload my show to Dropbox, and it worked great. Yeah, well, well if it's two or three times. <laughs> but uh, I guarantee Dropbox is going to uh, drop your account because it's a direct violation of their terms of service. Plus, it's not a great, you know, not a fast server. It's not meant for media hosting. So you definitely want to ser- serve your media from a true media host. And also iTunes. This is, you know, same, along the same lines, but different subject, kind of. iTunes has specifications, and I'll put a link to their uh, podcasting specs. And, you know, it's kind of a long, boring document, and a lot of the stuff you don't have to worry about if you're using, uh, you know, Lipson's built-in thing or a Blueberry PowerPress or Blueberry's built-in website and feed. You know, all these tags and stuff will take care of themselves. But there's a lot of other things in there about, you know, what type of web server you have to do and, you know, your art and all that. But iTunes will also ding you. If, you're, if your uh, feed goes down, you know, every time you release an episode because you've got your media file on the same server with your website, your feed will go down. Well, iTunes will only... Uh, ping it two or three times with, you know, coming back either busy or slow or whatever before they just stop pinging it. And so your listing doesn't get updated and eventually you get uh, pulled from the iTunes store. And, you know, even though iTunes isn't the be-all, end-all, it's pretty important, as we've talked about before. And you just don't want to chance it. Uh, You know, pay the, you know, 10, 12 bucks, whatever it is, you know, if, if you're hosting video, well, you know, there's no cheap way to do that reliably, uh, unless you, you know, just do it on I, or on uh, YouTube, but then you're not podcasting. So, you know, I'm mainly talking about audio podcasts, as I said, but, you know, if your RSS feed goes down, you're kind of, kind of screwed. 
And, you know, I, the RSS feed, as I've said before, is the lifeblood of your show. You know, as a podcast, that's what defines a podcast. Yeah, you can throw a link to audio on your website and call it a podcast, like a lot of radio stations do. Or, you know, churches or whatever, you know, they put a lot of sermons up. But they just put a link on their website and people go to the website and listen to it. It's not a podcast. They can call it that, but the true definition is the RSS feed. And as I've talked <clears throat> over and over again, sorry, my voice is cracking a little here. But as I've said over and over again, uh, you want to own that feed. You don't want to trust it to feed burner. You don't want to trust it to some other proprietary system. You want to own that. So then you got to pay for a good web host. I mean, you can get web hosting accounts for, I don't know, three, four bucks a month. If you, you know, if you pay ahead for the year, you know, it'll host WordPress just fine. And I had a little discussion with uh, Rob Walsh, or well, not with him directly. It was a back and forth on uh, on a Google Plus. Was it Google Plus or Facebook? I think it was the Google Plus podcasters community. And if you're not a member of that, go go check that out. A uh, good friend of mine, uh, Jeffrey Powers from geekazine.com uh, runs that. And there's, uh, I believe, 3,000 podcasters uh, on that. And it's a pretty good source of information. But anyway, I, back and forth with Rob a little bit about uh, he's not a fan of using WordPress <coughs> to generate your RSS feed or, you know, WordPress, PowerPress combination, which is what I advocate. Anyway, and he says, yeah, well, you know, the biggest complaint, you know, that people have is, you know, on the iTunes forum, podcasting forum is uh, our, uh, WordPress generated feeds. Well, that may be true. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's right. But if you use the uh, Libsyn, and he, he's uh, the advocate for Libsyn, and they're a fine company. But he, you know, saying that, well, you should use the Libsyn-generated feed at Libsyn.com, you know, on your account there, instead of giving iTunes your uh, WordPress feed. Man, if you keep your, uh, keep your stuff, I mean, follow me. <laughs> Not follow me, but, you know, I'll tell you how to keep your WordPress feed going. And the biggest thing that people have problems with is caused by other plugins. And a lot of the plugins they don't need. You know, unless you are super, super popular and, or, you know, if you're dumb enough to, not dumb enough, I shouldn't say dumb enough. That's mean. I'm, I'm in a mood, by the way. Wait till my rant at the end. But <clears throat> if you're uh, ill informed and you use shared hosting and then you host your media on there, you're going to slow your website down. So then you're going to think, well, I need a caching program or a caching plugin. So you put a caching plugin on there so it'll cache the pages and serve them more quickly. And all that's fine and good, but if you just get your media off your web host, and unless you're super, super, super popular, there's no need for a caching uh, plugin. There's no need whatsoever. It's... I don't know how to put it. You know, a lot of people get a lot of information from a lot of places, and a lot of it's wrong. You know, there's there's still a very prominent uh, 
podcast consultant out there that's advocating using feed burner. And he has his reasons. And his reasons were valid in 2006, but they're not in 2013. So anyway, boy, I'm already starting my rant a little bit there. Sorry about that. But suffice it to say, your RSS feed, in my humble opinion, should be owned by you. You should maintain your WordPress site. That's what I would suggest you do, WordPress with PowerPress. And like I said, you don't have to pay anything to use PowerPress. You don't have to pay anything to use WordPress other than you have to have your web hosting and your media hosting. And, you know, with uh, Blueberry at least, uh, with PowerPress, which was made by Blueberry, you can host your stuff anywhere. You can host it on Dropbox if you want to. It's not recommended. And, of course, you, you know, you might get kicked off a of Dropbox, as I discussed, but, you know, there's no, no requirement to use Blueberry hosting with PowerPress. Now, it does work good. It works great. But, you know, keep the number of plugins down. You know, you, there's really no need for a lot of the plugins that people run on their sites. And there's some notoriously bad ones. Wishlist member. It's a, you know, where you have a part of your site's a pay site. That one's notorious uh, for, you know, messing up your feeds. It, it adds, you know, it tries to protect the feeds so that people have to pay, but it doesn't really work that well for, you know, paid RSS feeds. It's just something that, that, you know, so you have to configure it a certain way. And there's, there's documentation out there. If you go to the forums at blueberry.com, there's a whole bunch of posts about Wishlist member, and I do believe that even over Wishlist website, there's some stuff you can uh, uh, look up, and it'll tell you how to make it to play nice with podcasting. But you know, podcasting, at least the RSS feed, should be owned by you and should be free. You know, I, I know there's such thing as a paid subs- subscription to podcasting, but Look at all the podcasters out there that are putting out content for free. And that's who you're competing with if you want to sell your content. better way of doing it is to put out your free feed to advertise something that they do have to pay for. You know, if that's what you're uh, into. But, uh, you know, there's a couple of examples of that have, that have worked out quite well. And I'll have a whole show about monetizing. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm going to try to get Dave Jackson on from uh, School of Podcasting. He wrote a book called uh, More Podcast Money. So uh, he's he's pretty good at uh, figuring out how to monetize podcasts. Also, Todd Cochran, uh, CEO of Raw Voice, parent company of Blueberry. He's done a pretty good job, so maybe we'll have him on also. Uh, he does a, a pretty good show with uh, Rob Greenley over at... Uh, well, you find it at geeknewscentral.com, but it's called the uh, New Media Show. And uh, they talk a lot about this kind of stuff uh, as far as monetizing. But I, I will have an episode about that at some point. And, uh, yeah, get those questions in. Like I said, I've been getting quite a few uh, this last couple of weeks. Uh, another one that, that came up was uh, Buzz and Hum. Cracking and popping and and stuff on your, you know, when you record your audio. And the biggest culprit in a a buzz or hum, I guess buzz would be over amplification and hum 
would be uh, more likely to be a, kind of a ground loop hum. You know, something's not grounded quite right or grounded uh, in two different potentials. It's you know, geeky. But uh, <laughs> the uh, easiest way to get rid of that is, first off, make sure all your connections are tight. Both cracking, buzzing, popping, humming, all that stuff. Make sure all your connections are, are tight and clean. Make sure if you're using a mixer that uh, your mixer uh, pots aren't causing the problem. Uh, the way to test that is to uh, move them while you're listening to the output of your mixer and, and talking or playing music through it or whatever. And if you hear this crack, 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 you know, as you move the pot up and down, well, then you know you've got a dirty pot. If you've got another channel that you can route things through, you know, try routing it through another channel, see if it goes away. That would uh, tell you that problem. A, a little trick that uh, somebody told me about uh, ground loop hum or buzz. I guess I, I always forget the difference between the two. But anyway, the hum, the ground loop hum, you'll, you'll hear a 60 hertz low hum, you know, whenever you're real quiet. And I left that intentionally. You shouldn't hear any of that on mine because uh, I don't have that problem. I got everything all uh, plugged into the same circuit. Uh, I've also got a good ground. But there is another way you can do it. If you say you've just got a mixer and it's, uh, you know, it plugs into AC power with a three prong plug, go to the hardware store. And you remember those things that they used to sell, and they still do, that uh, you plug the three prong plug into, and then it only has two prongs. So it cuts out that, that big, you know, center pin of the you know, thing you plug into the wall. This only goes for U.S. I don't know how it works overseas, but I'm sure there is a, a ground peg and a three, you know, three conductor plug. But put one of those on your uh, mixer, and that you know kind of ungrounds your mixer, but your mixer will be grounded internally and through other means, and that may uh, change the potential enough to to get rid of that uh, home. And there are such a thing as a uh, ground loop home eliminator. Uh, they had them on Amazon. I bought a couple of them. In fact, I'm using one of them on the uh, line between my computer and uh, the mixer. See, I don't record onto the computer. I record into a uh, Roland R-05 uh, recorder. It's a little uh, handheld digital recorder. And I have my the output of my mixer going to that, but I also have the uh, input from the computer, so I can play you know sounds or whatever. I didn't have that started. Let me uh, start that up here, uh, that program. Uh, let's see where is it. Anyway, it's called Soundboard, but uh, yeah, I have that so that I can play uh, little sound effects, and uh, you know like this. You know, I could just, you know, push the push the little button and and things happen. You know, it's kind of kind of cool that way. Blueberry.com is the digital media interface for everyone. Consumers, find great content and create a single RSS feed for all your favorite shows. Creators, post your show and get comprehensive stats and easy-to-read reports. Advertisers, access new markets via hundreds of available content channels that reach across all demographics. The Blueberry Network, online at BlueberryNoEase.com.
Well, I didn't have the level turned up on <laughs> like I should have. I wasn't expecting to be playing any of that stuff, but I just wanted to demonstrate, you know, that you can actually hook the computer to the mixer and not have the hum if you use the, uh, the little hum eliminators. Yeah, you know, you may not need to. Uh, good uh, computers uh, are generally grounded, right? And as long as everything's sort of plugged into the same circuit, it might work out. But if you do have that problem, that can be a big problem. Another audio problem of uh, recording into a computer is with a uh, laptop. A lot of laptops don't have a line in. They have a mic in. And if you hook a mixer with its line level output to the line in or to the uh, mic in on a laptop, you can uh, definitely overload it. And that can cause uh, pops and cracks and distortion and all kinds of weird audio. <laughs> you don't want that. You want you want to sound like you. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of guys they pump up the bass and they they uh, do massive compression and all that stuff to to have that big big bad radio sound. And you know, you can do that. It's all preference. Uh, you know, if you ever listen to Adam Curry on uh, No Agenda or or his previous podcast, the uh, Daily Source Code, uh, he was uh, he he was compressed, compressed, compressed. But uh, you know, he's a radio guy at the time, and or still, I guess. <laughs> but he sounds good. He's got the right voice for it, and and it all works out. But uh, you know, in my opinion, I kind of like to just sound like me. If I ran into you and we're uh, talking over the coffee table or the the bar or whatever, uh, it would sound pretty much the same. <laughs> I don't uh, process my audio all that much. I do put in a little compression. I do have a, a, a noise gate. So, you know, when I'm down here in my basement studio and the furnace is running 10 feet away from me, uh, you likely don't hear it. Maybe you do a little. But, you know, I just run my uh, mixer at uh, about minus 12. Uh, on the meter on the on the recorder and then I pump it up just a little bit in uh, in post edit and that's really all I do I don't uh, do any fancy editing I don't edit out the ums the ahs the the hiccups the belches whatever and it is what it is and you know just be like having a conversation and that's that's how I prefer to do it but you know your mileage may vary you might want to do what you want to do and uh, I guess one more thing in the audio realm, don't use the built-in microphone on your laptop. Please, 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 please. You know, if you ask on any, any podcast-related forum, you're going to get 30 people that'll say, oh, for 30 bucks you can get this ATR2100 microphone, and it's USB, and it plugs right in, and blah, 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 and here's my affiliate code. <laughs> but it is a good mic, and... Uh, I, I do have affiliate codes too, but uh, that's not the purpose of this podcast. But, uh, you know, go get the ATR2100. Uh, you know, all you need then is a computer with a USB port, uh, the free uh, Audacity software, which, by the way, also I'm going to do a, a, a podcast about uh, different audio software. And I kind of think what I'll do is I'll, I'll record some and in two or three different of them and use two or three different microphones. And yeah, that one will be a little bit more complicated, but to give you an example of uh, what you can get with the least amount of money. 
So, and that's, you know, we all want to save money. And when you're just starting out, you know, you don't want to dump you know, a couple thousand dollars on a, on a uh, professional rig. You, you know, start out. You can grow into that later. And like I said, it's not super important how you get the the information out to people. I mean, if you got something to say, start a podcast and say it. And say it however you want to say it. That's the beauty of it. You know, but if you want to do it right from the get-go and you expect to be successful, then, you know, you might have to pour a little money into it. But uh, the, the thing about it is just, just have fun with it. Uh, you know, if, whether it's a business, a hobby, a hope-to-be-business someday or, or whatever, you don't get so wrapped up in it that, uh, you know, too quickly because, you know, things don't really happen all that quickly a lot of the time. You know, sometimes they do. You know, there's people that uh, get lucky or just have that great of content that uh, that uh, people will seek them out, and, uh, and I hope you're one of them. So anyway... Boy, before I lose my voice here, um, let's uh, get on to my rant. And this uh, this rant, uh, I'm just going to qualify it a little bit. I work in customer service, uh, tech support, uh, at least uh, for part of my day. And, uh, you know, plus this podcast uh, consulting and, and all that. And I run into all kinds of different people. And the people that I want to help the most are the people that are nicest to me. You know, you get some people that just don't have any clue how to interact with humans. <laughs> if you want some help with something, you know, and you call tech support, yeah, it's frustrating sometimes. <clears throat> you know, it's frustrating sometimes talking to to tech support because, you know, they make you do all this stuff. But you can, from the from my end of it, I've got to assume that you know nothing. Because if I don't assume that and I start spouting off, well, you know, you need to uh, check your RSS feed and make sure that it verifies and make sure you got the uh, iTunes title tag in there, right? And, you know, I do that. And, you know, if somebody that's just starting out, they're not going to understand that. And if they do well great but you know you, you got to realize first when you're talking to tech support unless they know you they're not going to know your level of of understanding of the stuff so they're going to start from scratch so don't get annoyed with that and the other thing that just frost my rear end is okay you're providing a free product and in this case I'm talking about power press and you get these people that, well, I don't, you know, PowerPress just doesn't work. And I, you know, I demand that you fix this ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> the word ASAP should never, never, never happen in the first contact you have with tech support. Uh, and that goes for anywhere. You know, don't, you don't go running up to your uh, meat counter and say, I want a pound of hamburger ASAP. You don't say that. And and if you did, the person behind the counter is going to look at you like you've grown a third eye. You know, I, but I get that a lot. You know, well, it was working fine before I did X. And, well, don't do X. <laughs> you know, it was working fine before I completely redesigned my site with a new theme. 
And how come it's not working? You guys broke something. Uh, no. If it was working with your prior theme, and it's now not working, well, talk to your theme de developer. <laughs> it's obviously something changed, and it wasn't anything we did. You know, it's, I don't know. I guess I shouldn't be complaining, but, you know, just, I guess this wasn't such a rant other than, uh, you know, please just sort of be nice. You know, a little, uh, Little sugar attracts more ants than a whole lot of crap. <laughs> and I have this tendency sometimes that if somebody says ASAP, that that automatically puts them on a 24-hour delay. So that doesn't really happen that much. But uh, And I try to be nice. In fact, I'm always nice when it comes to people that aren't. And hopefully, I us or usually I can turn them around. And the other thing is, is say you uh, you bought a product, uh, you know, you're paying for hosting at some outfit, and you just don't understand how it works. And, you know, some of them, you know, it is a little bit trickier. I mean, I guess, I guess my bottom line is expect that you're going to have to learn something to podcast. And hopefully that's what this show is going to be all about uh, going forward and, you know, my past shows is, you know, I'll, I'll give you that knowledge. And, you know, ask me all the questions you want. Uh, and we'll cover them here on the show. But And there's, you know, a hundred other, uh, other uh, places out there you can get information. You know, Google is your friend. Use it. But don't drop a product and then go badmouth it because you just couldn't understand it and you didn't ask for help. Because a lot of people, they you know, you know, when they cancel a, cancel a hosting account, I, I get these these uh, no, you know, the, you know, why did you, why are you leaving? You know, they give them that option when they cancel their account, and a lot of times it's, it didn't work. Well, a that doesn't help me make it better if if that in, if it indeed doesn't work. But you know, what about the thousands of other people that are using the product that it works for? Obviously, the problem isn't that it doesn't work. It's just you couldn't figure out how to make it work and didn't ask for the help. So ask for help. That's what, uh, you know, these companies, you know, Blueberry, I know for a fact. Uh, Libsyn, I know for a fact. Uh, I don't know how Amazon's, uh, you know, for like S3 and CloudFront, I don't know how they are as far as media hosting. I know GoDaddy, you know, whether you like them or don't like them, will jump through hoops to uh, to get you going, just got to ask them. And I'm sure Bluehost is the same and HostGator and, you know, any of these services that you use, you know, give them a chance. You know, there could be a, a, an issue with the server. And, you know, if you're having a problem and you point it out, it can be fixed if it is indeed a problem. Or we can show you, show you how it works, tell you how it works. Point you to a resource to, to learn about it. But expect that if you're going to be doing this podcasting thing, that you are going to have to learn something. You know, don't expect it to be like sending an email or blogging. That's the other thing. You know, I've been blogging for years and years and years. And, and you know, and I added this podcast and it screwed me all up. Well, <laughs> that's because, you, you know, you spent a lot of time blogging. But... That isn't the same. I mean, it's an offshoot of blogging, 
I mean, that's basically what podcasting is. It's a blog with an audio file attached to it. But, you know, don't don't expect that it's going to be the same. It's not. It's, it's different. It's more complicated. There's more pieces. Uh, there's just more things that can go wrong if, if done incorrectly. And, you know, don't sweat it. Uh, ask for the help. Or, you know, use Google. Uh, there's lots of good information out there. There's some bad information, too. But there's a lot of good information out there. And seek and you shall find, so they say. <laughs> so anyway, I guess that's enough of my soapbox. This, this whole uh, episode's kind of been off the top of my head. And uh, I guess that's good. But my voice is shot. And we're a little over 30 minutes here. I guess 32, 33, I don't know, something like that. Uh, let's uh, call this a podcast. We'll see you next week. Uh, with the podcasting tech coach show number 12. I don't know what the topic is going to be yet, but uh, I've got a few of them written down. And if you send me some questions or click the uh, leave a voicemail tab over at podcastingtechcoach.com, uh, I'll address them on the show. And if you got any news items, uh, the podcasting world's news has been kind of uh, slim lately, so that's why there wasn't a news section at the beginning. But uh, if you send me some news, uh, I will definitely investigate and add it to the show for everybody else. We're all in this together. Have a great week, and I will catch you later. Thanks for listening to the Podcasting Tech Coach podcast. If you have a question to be answered on the show, then click on the Leave a Voice Comment tab on the website at podcastingtechcoach.com. Or you can email your questions to mike at mikedell.com.